Hello, people. Hello and welcome. Welcome to Fresh Talk. Yet another. Thanks for tuning in. We are your hosts. I am Kai. I am Dan. Chris is missing, so in his stead we have... Uh, John. You know me. I am legend. <laughs> the proprietor of this fine studio. Yes. Mm-hmm. We are here live from Archive Studios, Ventura, California, to bring you your weekly dose of us... Bullshit. Bullshitting about <laughs> Nothing life. that you care about. Life, love, and boobies. Always boobies. Which is kind of life and love. It's sort of the summation of the two. Aren't they synonymous? That is that is uh, an equation. Life plus love equals boobies. I would have to... Well, mm. I mean... That's know. math. Yeah. You could go either way, too. Empirical. Life, life plus boobies equals love as well. Oh, yeah. I read it on the internet. It's one of the... <laughs> it's, one of the it's, it's algebra. It's like Pythagoras in his theorem. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, so there you go. Math. Welcome. <laughs> we just did booby math. Welcome we to tonight's topic. The math, the <laughs> math of boobs. Like it, it, that's what happens if you type in on a calculator: love and yeah. love plus life, and it equal it, it just comes boobs. out with eight zero zero eight five or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, that's perfect. Uh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, how's everybody been? How was your? Uh, we are coming off of the Fourth of July weekend, which is a celebration of America's coming of age, where we told England to go fuck themselves. Basically, we, we don't want your goddamn tea. We we left the house and said we don't need you anymore, Mom. I can pay my own bills. <laughs> when we invented fireworks, uh, if I remember my history right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that, Chinese. <laughs> I mean, Columbus claimed he found America. So. That's true. Or India. Columbus found America. We invented fireworks. Pilgrims were cool to the Indians. <laughs> you know. We invented fireworks. American America. American history. This see, oh, this is American public history. school right here. This is what happens <laughs> when you get three guys that went to public school in this country. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, oh, we the, we've already now learned that we know nothing about math or history. We are five <laughs> minutes into this podcast. Anyway, how was it, John? How was your weekend? Yeah, what did you do? It was good. Uh, to be quite honest, I spent the majority of my holiday weekend watching Game of Thrones. Oh, he broke Fuck the subject. No, what better way? It was pretty awesome. My main goal was to relax and do absolutely nothing, so I did pretty well at that. Sounds good. like you did a lot, though. That, yeah, no shit. Yeah. You went through an epic tale of families that's what coming I did. and going. Ten hours. Of, uh, that's like start, 40 hours of television? Yeah. Yeah, I, I had already made it through, like, halfway through season one during the week. So starting... Well, I, work, I ended up working on Friday, to be honest, but uh, starting Saturday morning... Straight into halfway through season one, so yeah, I went, I went hard. That's balls out, man. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty awesome. I felt fortunate to be able to watch it that way. So you uh, obviously hated it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't stand it. I would never see it again. No, I, I'm, I'm in, hundred percent. That's great. How did you, how did you feel about, how do you feel about the characters? Which characters do you love? Which char- I know it were, don't want to spoil too much, but yeah. I, just some highlights of yeah, what I thought. Just give us just a some people that you know. Everybody kind of has their own favorites. There's a lot of Jon Snow fans. There, you know, a lot of sure. Arya fans. Mm-hmm. A lot of Tyrion fans. Every once in a while, you run into like a Jamie Lannister fan. Right. What's your, what's totally. Your, what's your team? Um. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, to be honest, I I do like Arya a lot. I would love to see her just become some badass assassin, which is kind of where it's steering. But. Uh, um it's hard to pick you know i really like i'm i'm bad at the names but uh the Tyrion, right Tyrion, yeah he is just, he's probably my favorite dude yeah. he's he is he's awesome. great yeah and peter it's, dinklage just plays him so perfectly that's true. Totally. except for the my only complaint is his accent is just atrocious I, why I even know. bother who I gives know. a fuck yeah it's pretty bad and uh as far as um 
as far as the babe situation, I think I'm um, Khaleesi, Team Khaleesi, dude. All That's right. my sauce. Right. There's nothing, nothing to fuck with. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. You've got a good team. Yeah. To support your team. I'd back you in the world. Speaking of World Cup, oh. did anybody pay attention to the Germany-Brazil game today? I just saw all of Brazil crying. Mm-hmm. Well, gee, I mean, the, that giant Jesus statue in Rio is crying I right now. I saw a great meme like, of that. Jesus. I'm like face palming. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, super but, funny. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Brazil was sort of... Germany was, was one of the favorites too, but Brazil home field they've advantage. they favorite right. for a long and they've time. Been, dominating this tournament thus far. I mean, they've really shown quite a s- strong performance. They beat, they lost to Germany seven to one. Ooh. Seven. Brutal. To I didn't know one. the score. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just fell apart. Oh, just That's like 160 to five in baseball. Yeah. No, yeah, seriously. Really? It's, it's like what's happening in the fucking Dodgers game right now. It's like, I don't even, the score is crazy. <laughs> Last I looked, it was like nine to five and it was the, like Dodgers losing in the fourth inning. Dang. That's yeah. unusual. They took their starter out in the second. It's Ooh. crazy. Re- and it's Ryu. Ugh. Ugh. What's happening in sports today? Some <laughs> weird some weird sports twilight zone is happening. Are today. they at home? or No, they're in Detroit. Mm. And Verlander's pitching, and he's never, ever lost to a National League team at home. Oh. So hmm. what are you going to do? Yeah. But, I don't feel like I perform at my best in Detroit either. Yeah, oh, me either. <laughs> I normally just cower in fear. Yeah. <laughs> As you watch think, the tumbleweeds flow across the roads. Yeah, I don't think anything performs its best. I mean, <laughs> it, it's one of the only cities in America that's gone bankrupt. Yes. That's pretty intense. That's pretty brutal. And it's a major, was it once was a major. was a major city. Now it's just the craziest. It's like oh. going to d- downtown Detroit is like walking around in that movie 28 days later. Totally. <laughs> There's just exactly tumbleweeds and buildings boarded up and skyscrapers with nothing in it. It's And just weird cool. random people that you think may bite you. Like Yeah. And like the crackhead that's like, if you give me a dollar, I'll make sure your shit doesn't get stolen. And if you don't give him that dollar, he will you, steal He will make shit. sure it gets yeah, stolen. Yeah, it's basically saying like, either I steal this stuff or I don't, th- but th- it'll cost nice, you one dollar. Uh, man you got there. It would be a shame if something would happen to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Here's like a that, 20, but, keep it safe. But right. a lot more crackhead. It's just like, <laughs> Hey, man, you got this van. I see. I know some people around here might steal it. You want to pay me? I might be able to look out for it. And that that ap- actually happened. Absolutely That's actually awesome. happened to us. Yes. And we paid the man. Oh, yeah, and then you know who didn't? Lucky Boy's Confusion. You know what happened to them? Their van got stolen. <laughs> no way. Yeah, was it that night? Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's it amazing. was. They had two vans, and one of them got stolen. Oh, that's right. It's every they night. forgot they were doing a two-van tour. Yeah. This guy literally hung God. out by the venue and just took money from bands. Or be- He also would accept payment in beer. Nice. And not a lot of beer. Like, you'd give him, like, three Miller Lights, and he'd watch your shit, which was cool, pretty man. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's a good deal. Oh, yeah. I hope we gave him both. Yeah. Guy got shot there. That place is crazy. That place is super fucking mm-hmm. crazy. crazy. And everybody plays there. That's true. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Heartland. Rust Pelt. <laughs> so you enjoyed Game of Thrones. How was your fourth, Kai? My fourth was good. It was it was busy. Like yeah, I traveled. You were busy. Yeah, I traveled quite around. I went Thursday as soon as I got off. I made sojourn down to San Diego, which may have not been the best idea at four-ish on Thursday, the day before Fourth of July. It took you like fourteen hours. It took three and a half hours to get from Santa Monica. It took me two hours to get from Ventura to Santa Monica. It took me an additional three and a half to get from Santa Monica. It took me 45 minutes to get 
three exits on the 10 to get to the 405 oh, onto the 405 oh from God. the 10 and i get on the 10 at cloverfield Ugh. so for those of you that means nothing to anybody that hasn't been in la but it's it's like quarter of a mile it took 45 minutes to drive it was fucking brutal but then and then there was an accident they shut down the 405 mm-hmm. for a little while but you know Got down there eventually, got my drink on, hung out with family. It was a lot of fun. Did a lot of eating. Saw a lot of fireworks. Did you guys, anybody, have you guys seen fireworks? I didn't this year. Never in my life. I heard them. I mean, not the fourth. <laughs> I did. I, I went to our good friend Owen and Kate's house for the fourth. Did they have fireworks? They did have fireworks. Those law-breaking motherfuckers. They, I know. They clearly went to Fillmore. Yeah. Or Mexico. <laughs> and, <laughs> no. yeah. But they were, they tomato, tomato. tomato. <laughs> paled in comparison to the rest of the neighborhood. I, Owen doesn't live in the worst part of town by any stretch, but it certainly got some interesting character. And the rest of the neighborhood was like shooting off mortars. Like it <laughs> was fucking crazy and awesome. That's awesome. That's, so for those of you that don't know what Fillmore means, so we live in, <laughs> oh, yeah. in California, fireworks are illegal across the state for the most part. There's one town in our county, very, very small rural town, inland sort of a citrus farm country. Mm-hmm. And they sell fireworks so everyone within the 50 60 plus mile radius goes to this town to buy fireworks and it's pretty rad they're not the good like explodey kind like you get in the south (laughs) but they're like the they're like sparklers and the flowers yeah they're fun they're they're like the whistling peats they're just not fire they don't sell firecrackers they don't sell bottle rockets nothing nothing explodes or flies right yeah so we had we no one and kid had a bunch of those we had you know street tacos a lot of beer a lot of mexican beer we had a pinata i think it was mexican independence day at owen's house Mm, you did you did a july to mayo july to july July to mayo which also is (laughs) not mexican july to mayo i just definitely said july to may (laughs) (laughs) i i I took it i combined the wrong parts of those (laughs) oh see so we get when you take French in high school and live in Southern California. That's awesome. S'il vous plaît. <laughs> I actually grew up in Fillmore. That's my really? hometown. Really? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Did yeah. not either. Yeah. That's it's ten uh, ten thousand people. It's pretty small. You must have had the best fourths of fourth of yeah. July. Fourths of July. Fourths. Fourths of July. Holidays. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't even have to be eighteen. I don't think to purchase them. I think it's sixteen. Sixteen. I think. You're and right. you can. There's a couple different firecrackers that you can alter to make them explode oh, oh, yeah. you're, a, you're a science genius yeah it's pretty awesome so you know well, next, there's always that yeah. next fourth let's hang out <laughs> yeah, yeah totally <laughs> what are you doing next fourth? some shit up <laughs> it's causing real trouble oh man the funniest thing is growing up whenever uh there, there's a catholic church in town right on the main stretch on the 126 and they sell fireworks for the church Which or is, whatever. It's a fundraiser, yeah. right? Like yeah, the schools whatever. do it. And- but they always had the Red Devil fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I mean, there's like Freedom fireworks, you know, American Eagle fireworks, but they always had the Red Devil fireworks. I thought that was pretty funny. That is really funny. Mm-hmm. I would definitely buy my Red Devils from Jesus. That just <laughs> totally. seems too ironic to pass up. <laughs> Not something you get to come across every Are these day. Red Devils captured souls that were... Um, <laughs> You know, forced out of other people. <laughs> Have these or, been exercised before I buy them? Uh, or are they just white devils? <laughs> no, that's us. <laughs> All right. That's the rest of Fillmore. White devils. <laughs> yeah. The non-Catholics. The minority. But <laughs> mm-hmm. Part of it. Yeah, so yeah, there was, it sounds like there was a lot of uh, eat, eating and drinking and being merry on 4th. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. 
Much needed three-day weekend. Yeah. yeah. It was very nice. And it actually felt like a long three-day weekend. I hate those ones that come and go. I really felt like I got the most out of mine. It, it really felt lengthy. I'm with you on that. Did get to go down to the beach on Sunday, and they had closed PCH, which is a, a very large coastal highway. Basically, spans a good part of our coast. I mean, it goes it, from- It goes the whole coast, I think. It does go the whole coast, but it kind of starts it cuts and stops. In a little but bit. Oh, it cuts a, in and out, yeah. a huge portion that goes down the coast here that's a- pretty main thoroughfare and in the summer it's the main thoroughfare because right. it's the only way to get along the beach they shut it down because there was a jumper so i got to actually have pch i walked into the center of pch and it's like a place i'm you had I'm, your rem moment i did and i'm usually stuck in traffic there so it was sort of like a little i felt a little vengeance felt good about it nice a jumper like on a bridge on an overpass an that's overpass. 25 feet in the air if he would have jumped he would have just like like right it. by santa monica like Right. right when you get into Santa Monica. Right in Santa Monica. Uh, there. Right like where those houses are right on right. the beach, the, like the MTV Beach House. Yep. It was right there. And it was literally like if he would have jumped, he would have just broken. There's no way he would have died. Right. Like it he would have had to try and swan incredibly dive. hard. Yeah. Right. And even then, even jumping face first, it just may really not bad. have died. He <laughs> yeah. may have just hurt himself quite a lot. Right. Was it Ryan Seacrest? Oh, God, I wish it was. <laughs> no, I, no, because I, I would have pushed him. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, good times. Oh, all right. We'll get into some segments here. All right. Uh, music. We'll go with music first. There, it's a pretty quiet week, as it usually is around this time of year, 4th of July. Uh, first up, we have a new record by Judas Priest called Redeemer of Souls. It's their first in a while. I just can't help myself. I just I know it's going to be inter- it, probably not going to be the best record they've put out, but I'll bet you they'll be like, three great songs awesome and gotta I'm be just, honest man redeemer of souls does not sound like a priest title yeah, but they do kind of like screaming for vengeance and like no you know, no but they're like you know part of the that's true dammer of souls type right you know that's true. maybe it's ironic hmm. <laughs> damn hipsters turn it around in their maybe old it's age. actually reamer of souls i just i just <laughs> misspelled it <laughs> reamer I of mean, souls <laughs> did come out that it, you know the front man is gay so yeah. is that uh, true Rob Halford? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? I oh, didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Very, very, he came out like a while ago. Yeah, he did. Huh. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, hence all the leather. Nice. Hellbent for leather indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then also, uh, we spoke about this last week a little bit, but we didn't know the exact date. Uh, the new Braid record came out. Oh, out right. The film yeah. yeah, it's called No Coast. Very excited. I, I've heard I've, from quite you a few people. I haven't heard it. I've, okay. I, had li- I stayed and didn't listen to the NPR because I really wanted to give myself some time. Totally. But I've talked to a few people that said it's like up there with their best nice. output. So I'm very excited about that. Me too. Um, a French band called Dirge released an album called Hyperion. They've been around for a long, like 20 years or something. Wow. Um, kind of neuro- along the lines of like Neurosis or Isis, kind of that okay. dirgy metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's this ra- record I've actually heard and it's really, really, really good. Vocals or? Vocals, okay. yeah. Cool. It's, it's, they do both kind of the screamy and a sure. little kind of droney melody stuff. It's it's good. That sounds cool. It's really cool. And then another band called The Proper Ornaments released a new album. Their second called Wooden Head. They're uh, English sort of indie pop. Two guys in the band, but they do have a full band when they play. But I guess just two, one of those, like they keep a two more guys that aren't really like quote unquote in the band. But mm-hmm. great, great, great kind of indie pop fun. Don't, you know, kind of on the psych lines, but not quite. Kind of on the shoegazy lines, but not quite. But but melodies, good shit. What's the name of that? Band? Uh, the proper ornaments. Proper ornaments. The album's called Wooden Head, 
And then uh, last but not least, a comedy record comes out today. Sweet. One of my favorite comedians, Doug Benson. Oh. Oh, This is his new album, which is called Gateway Doug 2 Forced Fun, (laughs) which is really funny. It was a title that he came up with, annihilated on his podcast, Doug Loves Movies. Yes. And... uh, yeah, it's great. I'm I'm very excited about that. I loved his first record. I think his comedy is really funny. I saw him a couple of months ago, and he was hilarious. That's so awesome. Very excited about that. Be some good weed jokes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, anybody see any movies this weekend? Not not this week, but I did want to mention a movie that I did see a few weeks ago and forgot to bring up. I watched one called Tim's Vermeer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, it's a documentary, uh, oddly, by Penn and Teller. Yeah. Um, Someone else is involved in that too. Some other Tim, comedian. Uh. There's another comedian. There There may be. It's about this guy, Tim Jennison, who basically created modern television as we know it because he created the Amiga and the toaster, the video toaster, and all this other stuff. He's an inventor, but he came up with this method that he thinks Vermeer, who is a famous Dutch artist from the 1800s, 1700s, art history major, help me out here, something like that, uh, right. was painting- He's a contemporary Vermeer. Yeah, was painting like nobody else at the time, and this guy, Tim Jennison, figured out a way that he thinks maybe- to, uh, he was painting these paintings and came up with this whole method and they documented all of it and he basically recreated not only a complete set to draw, to paint the picture from, uh, like Vermeer would have used, but also painted one. And it's actually very interesting. I really interesting. enjoyed it. I've I recommend really it. good things about that. It's I a great think. documentary. Hmm. It was that, at Sundance. It got nominated for an Oscar. It didn't win, unfortunately. Is that on but, Netflix or was that a movie box? That was a movie boxer. It's mm. coming. I mean, it's it's still, I think, in limited release, but mm. I would recommend it. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, excellent. I, I know you didn't watch anything because you're in yeah. you're in Westeros. Yeah, I, I commend that. <laughs> I Absolutely. am kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, I watched watching X, that for X Men Days of Future Past. Oh, oh, I did. I loved it. Awesome. Cool. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. My only complaint, only single complaint, what in the fuck is going on with Hugh Jackman? Why the roids? He is, <laughs> he is intense, man. Really? He was never that buff. Like, every movie, you he can tell buffer. which X-Men movie. Like, I didn't even know which is the sequel. You can show me one frame of each one. If it's a Wolverine frame, I could tell you which movie that is because he gets exponentially more yoked each one. It's crazy. He looks like he's about to pop, man. Ugh. It's it's really it's he's getting Stallone Rambo like creepy like it looks like a hot dog you put he's in the going microwave down the kind of thing like it's gonna, down the carrot top path yeah he looks like he's about to split oh. through his his skin I mean it's dude he does it's carrot top ish mm. you know I didn't notice it when I watched the movie but now that you mention it I kind of do remember him like those guns were just about yeah I mean he doesn't wear man. a shirt most of the movie I think probably because they don't make one in his size and I feel like <laughs> I feel like they couldn't stitch one together fast enough yeah, yeah. it's fucking creep but that movie was really good really good I'm gonna check that quite out quite enjoyed it I, I also really enjoyed it I'm glad that you're on board yeah very much so I'm going to see Planet of the Apes this weekend the new one I have a date Friday night a mandate nice. you're all welcome as well I, I personally can't get into the the Planet of the Apes. You know, I'm not. Franchise. I'm not caught up. I saw the Mark Wahlberg one. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. not a good one. No, that's the worst I mean, one. You know, <laughs> Tim Curry was it? Tim Curry. Tim Curry was in it. Uh, no, it was Tim Roth. Oh, the other. T- yeah, also very good. Tim yeah. Roth. Is he was excellent. New, new storyline or this one is a sequel on the last one that came out. But the last one was like the the early. Well, so prequel. I didn't see the reboot. Okay, the, then don't bother with this one until you see that. Right, one, right, of course. It's, but the last one was honestly, 
I thought it was great. Hmm. I mean, it's basically like shows how this whole thing began. Oh, okay. In terms of like, there's these captive apes and yada, yada, yada. And it seems like it's more in line with the original story. Yeah. But, but it's like, you know, the original story begins and it's like Charlton Heston running around this planet of the apes and it come to find out, oh my, you know, mm-hmm. he sees the Statue of Liberty and it's fucking America. Oh, Spoiler damn dirty alert. apes. This is now the prequel to that where it's showing like how all of this revolution began, how earth got taken over by apes and how humanity basically got the friend. The first one's great. It's the very beginning of it where humans are still in control and it happens in the science lab and it's really good. So I'm very excited about this one because now the apes are going to go wreck some shit. Going to go ape shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Well played. Yeah. Excellent. Well, yeah, let me know how that is. I'll have to watch the first one. You do. It's really good. It's ri- I think the first one's called Rise of the Planet yes, of the Apes. Yes, it is. Mm. And this is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And next will be Beneath the Planet of the Apes. No, that's already happened. I know, I know. <laughs> Don't talk to Chris. I was going to say, it's a shame we're talking about this without Chris here. I'm sure. I mean, it's will. a shame for us and a blessing for anybody listening, because <laughs> this would be about 45 minutes too long. I would like to say, I'm sure he'll go see it this weekend, but... I, he won't. Hmm. Uh, that, that man forgot about his loves. I was sure that was the other end of your mandate. No, mm. it is not with Chris. It's with a uh, a man named Wolf. Oh, I'm cool. Who wolf, now. Yeah, going with the wolf. Maybe a, a Mao may may or may not show up. There may or may not be a Mao involved. Yeah. So, for those of you that don't know, uh, a Mao is my former roommate, and a wolf is uh, just a good friend of ours that's incredibly hairy. So, he, oh. like, had a beard at 13, <laughs> he's, apparently. He's got a majestic beard going he has right a, now. He has a beard now that's so long and bushy and full that it looks like his head is upside down. <laughs> now, his beard is the head, and his face is the beard. <laughs> well put. Yeah. That uh, explains it perfectly. Well, he could do some really fun YouTube videos. Yeah, he sure he should just turn it upside down and yeah. like, look really surprised. <laughs> He should do that thing where he draws. That's what I was thinking. Puts the little faces on his the eyes. Little on his eyes chin. on his beard. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody wants to hit, just hit hit up the human wolf on Twitter and tell him to put eyes on his beard. And, <laughs> know, Please do. <laughs> we are uh, drinking beers. It's been a while. It has been a while. Courtesy yeah. of Johnny. Mm-hmm. My pleasure. What are we drinking? Explain this, John. Uh, Lagunitas, which is one of my favorite breweries. Fairly local. California yeah. brewery. Yeah, Petaluma. S- like like early northern California, mm-hmm. Bay Area. I think it's a little uh, north and inland, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little east. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maximus IPA. And uh, it's delicious. It is. It mm. is a, I believe it's a double IPA because it is it's 8% alcohol, but it is delicious. It is actually very good. And I've, like I need this, has always come very highly recommended to me. And I've kind of been not let down by their beers before, but like a little underwhelmed. You've probably only had their flagship, just the Lagunitas IPA, IPA. Which is, it's an IPA, it's good. Yeah. But it's a little on the bitter side. And and bitter doesn't bother me, but it has to be balanced properly. I it's mean, just not a flavorful bitter. It's just go way into bitter. this, you yeah. know, this isn't another beer episode. But this one actually is very flavorful. It's very citrusy. It's yeah. nice. There's a nice sweet finish to it. It takes the edge off the hops. I agree. I think this is far better than their normal IPA. Yeah. This is a fantastic beer. Mm-hmm. Thanks, John. Yeah, excellent choice. Thank you. You're welcome. My pleasure. So uh, while we were talking about, we, we've talked about this before, and not to get too meta, we were just talking about Doug Benson. Let's talk about some other podcasts we listen to, because we're obviously hopping into a, a new 
medium here that's taken over not in in the last what would you say dan five years this has become from um, like five years ago this was something that very few people did to now it's like what sure and now everybody has a one yeah i mean they've, they've been around for longer than a decade yeah but as far as main i would even say less i would say the last three years as yeah. far as mainstream adoption and people know what a podcast even is yeah it really came in with with sort of once the iphone took over for the iPod and became sort of your your media center where people stopped having iPhones and iPods. They right. got more memory and the other smartphones came in. Mm-hmm. It sort of, once I guess the smartphone generation became official, seems to be when podcasts came into being, like really came into public. And I'm a really poor judge of that because I was in so early. Yeah, you were the first guy I know. Shit, you were also the first guy I know to have an iPod. This is true. You had the original Dan the gr- pod. I did, I did have the D-pod. Which was not the first iPod, but it was my first iPod. Yeah, it was the, but it was the second iPod. It was, and I got ridiculed for it. Well, look at look what happened. <laughs> the nerds, leaders, gonna hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to be a leader. It's hard to be an innovator. <laughs> it's true. Look at Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> he got well, cancer. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe a bad. Maybe example. don't look at him. <laughs> don't look at him now. Remember him. <laughs> yeah, he, he may be a little rotty now. <laughs> you might not like what yeah. you see. You may, you may just see teeth. Maybe look at Steve Wozniak. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, well, let's just do the Bill Gates thing. Let's just go with him. <laughs> He's retired. Yeah, ish. <clears throat> sure. So, yes. Anyway, as you were saying, podcast sort of really came into the mainstream, I would say, about five years ago. It, it kind of started to catch on with people, uh, largely in part due to Adam Curry. Yes. Who was a big MTV host way back in the phrase that I hate saying way back in the day, um, and kind of took the place of radio in a lot of ways, terrestrial radio anyway. I mean, it allowed people to make shows that you could just make on your own, and people could subscribe to and get them when they're ready. It was like having a satellite radio, like a, you know, a satellite radio channel that you didn't need satellite radio for. You know, it was like... And there weren't FCC restrictions. Yes. You could do whatever you wanted, literally. As we do. Uh, for me, the my introduction was uh, we used to have a talk radio station here, pretty I mean pretty locally, not Ventura local, but LA uh, talk radio on FM, and uh, I used to listen to you know like Tom Likas, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Likas, Adam Carolla, blow me up, Tom, <laughs> blow me up. <laughs> here you go. A joke from last week as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was in. Was Chris on, to make some latent gay joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a statement, maybe not yeah. a joke, but um, I don't think it's we would, we would make it a joke. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, I was in on the Adam Carolla show. It was just it was my morning drive, and so when that station went under, he was you know talking about how he was going to do his own podcast. He was an early podcaster. He as was, well. yeah, because the breakup of that radio station was pretty odd, and they aired. It was a weird. It, oh, I'm yeah, it was because one. Anyway. one program decided to leave and it made the whole house cards fall and so the other programs were a little oh, bitter about which it. one left uh like oh like left interesting he was, that he was the, the first load. one to go yeah like so uh, on that, station. that anyway. was the first time i ever even thought about what you know what's a pod i knew what a podcast was but it was the first time i ever thought about it, even looking into one or subscribing to mm-hmm. one and that was probably about five years ago i would say the older i get the harder it is to look back but what? 1980 what? <laughs> Don't look back. Don't look back. Yeah. Sorry, hey, episode one. If you look back, you're lost. <laughs> Don't look back. Name that Star Wars movie. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, she shouldn't have looked back. She got raped by fucking oh, sand people. Terrible. <laughs> fucking sand people ruin everything. Raping everything. <laughs> God damn. It. <laughs> Do you think that's the sound they make when they fucked her? He gets the last, that's probably the last, last thing she thing heard. She heard. <laughs> oh, that's so fucked. Oh. Every Star Wars nerd got that joke and you, no one else did. You think they did it to her Bantha style? Mm. Is there any other way? <laughs> Not for sand people. It'll be back. Do you think they took their it little wrap numbers. off their head? I wonder what's underneath no, hell there. No. <laughs> <laughs> they just whipped their fucking tunic aside and... Wonder if sand people are sand hung. Cock. Yeah. <laughs> so many questions I never considered about sand people. <laughs> Lucas, those, yeah. For, if anybody knows George Lucas out there, let me know if sand people are hung, <laughs> or is it just like sand? Oh, that's brutal. It's just always unpleasant. It's barbed like a oh, like, like a cat's, like their face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so brutal. <laughs> Terrible. That's brutal. What was your Hot guys' topic, first uh, first yeah. podcast? Uh True to form, I started with a really dorky podcast called Security Now. <laughs> Laugh away. <laughs> Norton presents. <laughs> almost, almost. It's better than Norton. It's, I mean, so. McAfee presents. <laughs> it's still better still. It's like Symantec okay. presents. No, Isn't uh, that the only other one? No. Uh, uh, yes. Yes. They, they all take your money just the same. Yeah. There was a. They a all TV, do nothing, just the same. Fairly, fairly, fairly frequently, yes, do nothing. There was a TV host, um, and he was on. He hosted a show called Tech TV. His name was Leo Laporte, and he was kind of a big. I remember the hot girls from Tech TV. Yeah, so you know, mm-hmm. Olivia um, Wilde. He was early, yeah, and you know Morgan Webb. And Morgan Webb's mm-hmm. my favorite. She's still hot. Mary, is she still on there? No, that that channel is gone. Now, what does she do now? Yeah, but it turned into G four. Yeah, and then that folded. Hmm. Oh, G4 like a, gone? Yeah, it's gone. Mm. Ooh, that was part of uh, Comcast. Interesting. I think they became like a men's lifestyle channel. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, well, which they were anyway towards the end. It was all bullshit. S- sort of, but it, it was kind of like a, a you know, a man-child's right. lifestyle. It was a gamer's paradise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Well, so when he left, when Leo Laporte left, he decided, uh, you know, a, a la Adam Curry or... You know, uh, Adam Carolla, he was like, you know what? I can do this on my own. I don't need a network. I, he has done and has done radio for like 30 years. He still has a show on KFI, which is an L.A. station. And he's like, you know, fuck this. I can do this on my own. Rented a studio or actually rented a room that he built a studio in, like John is doing, and just started making podcasts. And this was like 10, 12 years ago. Just said, hey, you know what? I have a panel of friends that work in technology, and let's get together. I think the impetus of the show, actually, was he was hanging out at a bar with these friends talking about technology. He was like, this is, why don't we just make this a show? Right. So he, he did. And then the first show that I got turned on to through an IT friend, obviously I work in IT, was like, hey, there's this show about IT and security. So that's what I started listening to. And it was around 2004. So it was almost, I think I started in 2005. It was about 10 years ago. I had to get special software so I could download it to my iPod, my first iPod, which I still have. Uh. Yeah, I know. It was a lengthy story. I apologize. <laughs> Don't apologize. That's pretty early. It was super early. You hit the game early. I did. Hmm. Yeah, I As remember with the iPod. I remember touring and you listening to those on the road. It, honestly, driving. like it's like John mentioned with Drive Time, man, that shit saved my life. Mm-hmm. I worked in, in Hollywood for a year and I listened to Stern the whole way down. And on the way back, I would listen to 
you know, Frosty Hyde and Frank, the same station totally. that he was talking yeah. about. And it's just, it's the, t- the translation, but content that I wanted, not content the radio fed me. And that's, it's perfect. Right. What about you, Dazi? Where'd you start in the podcast world? I actually started with, there was a, a guy named Gordon Vernick, who is a professor of jazz studies at, I yeah. believe it's Georgia University. It's either Georgia University or the University of Georgia. I'm not sure which, mm. but he was, uh, he's a professor of jazz studies there and he had a podcast early, early on and a blog about sort of the history of jazz. And he would take it a, a, a somewhat of a layman's point of view where he would, he was trying to appeal to people that know not only nothing about jazz, but nothing about music, but he would go talk to you about jazz theory and about what makes jazz jazz and how jazz he had a whole series maybe of five and his podcast about 15 20 minutes and he had maybe five in a row that were called how jazz works and then he did biographies and histories of everybody you could imagine i mean from the greats to people that were just tiny players and were in and out of jazz and he's still going and he, amazing. he puts these out in series. You know, it'll be anything from one episode to maybe five. I don't think he's done maybe more than five on one topic, which five being about an hour, maybe a little less. And um, he just he'll go through someone's career and show how they evolved and why they're important to jazz as a whole. But he also talks about what made them them. So he'll go, okay, Lee Morgan. Really, his style is one part this trumpet player, one part this guy one part this guy and he will show you examples of exactly what he's talking about and he'll play you music example musical examples of everything i mean the the man's mind is unbelievable he's also a trumpet player himself so he will occasionally even play or have his musical friends on to play it's just that's so awesome just a fantastic pot like and same thing that's like the perfect thing for a podcast perfect and so i was basically New to not new to jazz, but I was wanting to sort of jazz is something that I considered as much a study as anything else. Listening to jazz is like homework because everything leads to something else. And so I felt like I had sort of gotten as far as I could get on my own, need more education. And he was the he just was everybody I talked to was like Gordon Verdict, Gordon Verdict, Gordon Verdict. And the only way to get this information was through his podcast. And Mm. that was. Probably the same. I, uh, it's not the same as you, but around the time that podcasts became a little more prevalent, this is probably, I would say maybe six years ago, hmm. probably. I And I was doing the same thing. I was driving to LA a lot uh, and just sort of needed something to pass the time. And I mean, this guy has an unbelievable amount and you can still find it. It's called Jazz Insights is the name of this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's still putting out new episodes. It. And it's great. It's, it's great. It's very in depth. So if you're not into, you know, if you're just looking for a casual jazz romp, it's probably not for you. It's it's pretty serious, but god, it's great. Hmm. And that was that was then that of course made me real I when I exhausted his the door. catalog and I was waiting for him to post his new ones because again, they're only 15 minutes and I'm having an hour drive ahead of me. That opened the door and it, I mean, I have a whole podcast around here full of people who some I listen to every week, some I listen to when I have extra time, some mm-hmm. I listen to like, you know what I feel like listening to right now? It's it's pretty crazy. Who are some who are some of your favorites, Dan? Besides the, well, the aforementioned, I got I got to I got to say my podcast listening schedule is pretty full with Leo Laporte's network, the Twit Network, 
there's a lot of tech stuff on there, and it's relevant to me because I'm a technology professional. However, I do enjoy other stuff. A big one that he's, I mean, the elephant in the room that we haven't mentioned, of course, is Mark Maron. Yeah. Who's a comedian that started podcasting relatively early on. He's on uh, episode, I think, 510, 511. Yeah. I was listening to his new one on the way over here. And doing it once, twice, twice a, a week. week. So that's 26. <clears throat> so you figure. So Five years? Yeah, about five years, yeah. I would say. He was early. He, he was, was early. part a big part of the shift of podcasting really being taken seriously. Exa- absolutely. And and he was one of those guys that you couldn't go anywhere. Any if you were in a circ- a group of people that especially like he tends to be favorites of arty, artsy types. Mm-hmm. But if you were in a group of sort of artsy people or or hip, cool, younger, whatever, people that are sort of into that entertainment and that sort of idea. He was, you couldn't go through a group of people without finding at least one other person that listened to that podcast. And now it's even more than that. Yeah, it's huge. It's everywhere now. I mean, that you know helped, of course, by his TV show. But Yeah, which I, is great. Yeah. Uh, I listen to him not as often as I would like. I mean, schedule permitting. I also, um, I do Pendulette Sunday School okay. as often as I can. Uh, that's a fun one. It's a little reverent and out and the there. And Mark Maron's WTF is is WTF is one of my stay. That's I'm that's like one of your stables, to me. That's right? like church. Like Mondays and Thursdays. That's my first listen in the morning. And I and they're and they're lengthy. They're an hour and a half. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't fuck around. But I just his interviews are just. He takes people that you yeah. do not even you don't know who this person is. Then you find out who they are, and you could you give less of a shit than when you didn't know who they were. By the end of it, you're in love with them. Hmm. It's he has crazy. Such a great interview style of, and you know, he mentioned it on the podcast, and you you mentioned it to me. Like he's sort of like the Howard Stern of podcasts, but without being like raunchy. He's just very disarming, and he's genuine, and he just gets things out of people that you wouldn't get from any other interview. Yeah, and I think it helps that he does his interviews in the garage of his house, mm-hmm. which is like his man cave. He does his interviews. So it's like, you're kind of just hanging out with a dude. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's just kind of happens to us here sometimes because we're just hanging out and we forget and we think we'll say some shit like, oops, <laughs> you know, shit, we made another Holocaust joke. That wasn't good. <laughs> but, you know, I feel like he gets that, but... Edit that out, John. <laughs> he gets that, but like in through in depth interviews, it's it's really good. And I've heard several that that begin with, "Oh, are we recording now?" I didn't realize. Like he's yeah. just kind of talking, and then he sort of subtly hits the record button without the guest knowing. Yeah, it's so it's, it's very it's much like, like they're just talking. It's kind of candid. Yeah, very nice. candid. Yeah, we have actually a, a friend of ours oh, just asshole. just did the podcast. Really? A friend of ours, David Lowry, who is the singer frontman for Cracker and Camper Van Beethoven, just did that podcast and our really good friend who's been on the podcast two times, Bobby, Bobby went with him to have him tape it. And that's what he said. He was like, we just were kind of all hanging out and then they went in the garage and they were hanging out and they were kind of looking around the garage. And then all of a sudden David was back out and it was over. Like it was like, <laughs> it's like, you know, he, he kind of seems to lull. It's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. That's really cool. Yeah. It's amazing. Any, uh, any other ones? I mean, I, I have, seems- I have an exhaustive list. I don't know if you want to go around a bit. Yeah. Dude. I'm still lagging on the podcast train, but uh, I uh, one I love that's another one I listen to puts out very irregularly scheduled, um, but at least once a week, sometimes two, some occasionally three a week. Uh, but it's it's Doug Benson previously <clears throat> mentioned. He has a podcast called Doug Loves Movies, which is it's him. 
and three to four to five other comedians slash entertainers, people sitting around and they play movie-based games, like trivia games. And they're very funny. And all of them just, they're all high and drunk and just, it's its a lot of fun. It's really tongue-in-cheek and just, it's a lot of fun. And he gets some pretty big guests. I mean, he gets John Ham on there all the time from That's Mad awesome. Men. And he gets like, uh, I mean, lots of pretty reasonably large people come on that thing and they the big game on it's called the leonard malton game and what's the, the best is they occasionally have leonard malton come on to play it Do they really and he's never won it's amazing and it's based on his movie reviews oh that's incredible it's just great it's a really fun one those are shorter those range anywhere from about 40 minutes to uh, sometimes they do go about an hour and a half but they're Did he just straight rip that off from back to school with the kurt vonnegut thing like probably that's amazing yeah but I, I would imagine it's it's pretty funny. Do love that one. One that you turned me on to that I just absolutely adore is Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. If you want to learn about actual history, not like Americans inventing fireworks. <laughs> which we did, by the way. Which right. we did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's a podcast for you. He, it's, it's serious business. I mean, it's intense. It's So a few weeks ago, I couldn't really think about whatever topic we were talking about because I had just come off the, th- I think it was the third episode of his World War One recap. And they're, they range anywhere from one to six episodes in general. And they're usually one to six hours long. It yeah. depends on the topic and how deep he wants to go into it. And this, like the first episode of World War One, was like, holy shit, this is fucking fantastic. And the second episode, like, oh my God. And the third episode, I was like, what the f- Hold I didn't learn any of this in high school. This man, who is not a historian, he never ever purports to be, just a fan of history and a journalist, goes into so much detail. He'll spend months and months and months reading books upon books about a subject and come up with these great ideas. And he goes into such depth and detail. If you are remotely a fan of history, absolutely subscribe to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. And a lot of times he picks lesser known bits of history, which yeah. I find very interesting. Yeah. Me too. I like that. Yeah. He, he did a great six-part series on on the Mongols. Which was wow. so good. That uh, was the one of the first ones really? that I listened to. Oh, and it, it kicked my ass. It was so good. So There's just so many things. Mongolians. <laughs> so many things <laughs> that we never learned. Wall. I know. Damn you, Mongolians. Yeah, it's things it's, we didn't learn. It's ever. fantastic. Yeah. He also has one that I would also highly recommend. Very different, but it's Dan Carlin. And if you like him, you'll like this. It's called Common Sense. And they're not regular regularly released, and they're a bit more political. Uh, but it's not certainly not US centric only. He covers world topics topics as well. But he brings the just a nice insight to things. Like his latest one was about ISIS and all this shit that's going on and Iran and Iraq. Is it him with guests or just nope. him? No, it's him just, just talking and bringing his perspective. And he, but what he always does, and it makes a lot of sense, he's like, so if you look at this from a historical perspective, in the grand scheme, like if this were the Roman Empire, and my brother loves this guy, and he loves to rant about Dan Carlin, mm. right? Just, I feel my eyes rolling when my brother invokes <laughs> Dan Carlin, but he's totally right. Like, right. He, he absolutely nails it. He's like, if this were the Roman Empire, like this, the, the impact that this thing, and, and another big one was the Crimea, like this whole thing with Crimea that just happened not too long ago was like, eh, you know, 
ain't no thing in the grand scheme of history. And he's almost always right, but he's always very poignant, well-spoken, absolutely does his homework, highly recommended. Agreed. That's, it's one of the better podcasts out there, but it is a commitment. Yes. And it's, and it's a rabbit hole that once you go down it, you will not come back. Yes. It's, it's, it's heroin. It's history. That history may be my heroin. next rabbit hole. After it's a, it's a really Thrones good one. It's a really good Man, one. Man, if you have a drive or you have, you I have, do. I got an hour commute every day now. Uh, or if you work at a job back. where you can listen to headphones and you don't have to, mm. you know, you can do two things at once. My God, this is a godsend. Do it with your commute. I will. It's good. Another one I love: Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk. Uh, uh, it's just fun. I it's love like, Neil. It's taking the cosmos. I and love just that show. making it fun. I mean, they do a lot of question and answer from listeners, and it's just funny. Because, I mean, it's. I love how much more candid he. Not that he's. They not call candid. them cosmic queries. Yeah, how much more candid and like off the cuff he is yeah. on that show as opposed to like Cosmos, which is yeah. very scripted and tight. And he talks about Cos. I mean, they, the whole time he was filming Cosmos, he was talking about doing it. the podcast when he when it allowed him to, and he would just talk about it and. It's just, he's such a great personality and Agreed. he has these great comedians on. It's, it's a lot of really good, clean fun. It's really good. I, I love it. And it's not, it, it, don't be turned off by the astrophysicist hosting a podcast because he doesn't, he doesn't ever get that crazy without making a joke about it. Or but without will making it something. make sense. Yes. Like he has, yes. and he and Bill Nye, who also sometimes host this show, yes. just have a way of explaining this crazy shit for the layperson like you or I. And, and I've watched a, you know, I, I don't subscribe to the podcast because I don't have fucking time, but I do watch some of the YouTube clips that they put on, you know, Facebook and mm -hmm. stuff. And they're just, beyond everything else, they're just so funny. They're so witty. Yeah. Like it, it sounds stupid, but they're so smart. Like, and their brains just work at a different level with humor. And, and, and simply smart. They're not, again, it's not, this isn't highbrow humor. This isn't. Yeah. You, anybody could find this funny. Agreed. I, I would hope. That's it. Well, maybe not anybody, but most folks. <laughs> Climate change deniers, you might not find it funny. Yeah. It is about science. <laughs> it is about facts. So, you know, Christians, you may want to stay away from it too. It may not be your thing. Anti-vaccinationist, also Maybe probably look not away. for you. But they like tackle topics like they did a series of episodes on the reality of a zombie apocalypse. And they brought in people like disease specialists and, and epidemic specialists. It was fucking hilarious. Perfect. Totally. It was hilarious. I mean, look, 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 brilliant minds. Some of the most brilliant scientific thinkers of our generation sitting around talking about the plausibility of zombies. That's <laughs> fucking great. That's pretty awesome. So that's one I love. I love This American Life, which is oh, an yeah. NPR show, but they've turned into a podcast, which is great. Yeah, he just, they just left PRI. Oh. Really? Well, they're doing, they're, he's doing it on his own. Just so, the podcast now? Yeah. For the non-American radio listener, it was on Public Radio International, which was based out of Chicago. Which was more, more of a distributor. Uh, yeah, Ira Glass, who hosts it and does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. Absolutely amazing job. So yeah, I just saw on NPR last week that they left PRI and he's just doing it directly. So the podcast, everything, nothing else will change. It's just not going to be on PRI anymore. Okay. Podcast is great. It's just a way to basically not have to tune in a specific time to get that 
Agreed. It's great. It's excellent. Or cherry pick topic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's consistently good, that show. Yeah, it's great. That's been doing it for like 19 years yeah. or something. It's been and forever. And that's the same thing. It'll take about an hour out of your week. Well worth it, I promise. And if you're into podcasts remotely, you probably know about the lawsuit that's been leveraged against some podcasters yes. mm-hmm. by a patent. <coughs> patent troll and Ira Glass has on This American Life two excellent, excellent episodes about, they're called When Patents Attack, about this whole issue. And it's very pertinent if this is something that you enjoy. Maybe give it a listen. Yeah, because, you know, if we get a few more listeners, we're probably going to get one of those cease and desist. Yeah, except, except <laughs> we're how you spending know you money it. and we're not making any. It's true. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> listen, we just trolls, listen, trolls. We're broke. <laughs> Ooh, this is free. In fact, John should probably sue us. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's, him money. that's where the lawsuit's going to come from. <laughs> the studio track, troll. Boys. Edit that out, John. <laughs> oh, man. Another one, along that line, another one that I, I don't listen to it anymore, partially because it's off the air. It was a radio show, but I used to listen to religiously was Car Talk, which is a show on NPR, these two brothers that are mechanics, and they're fucking hilarious. Man, I cannot stand that show. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> They're just too intense for me. <laughs> That's so funny. I, how funny, because I'm in the middle of you two. I used to not be able to stand it. I would turn the station immediately after hearing it, and now I'm in. It's I, I love the it. older gentleman, like yeah. kind of cheesy humor and that older gentleman right. with the cheesy humor has a PhD uh, right no like, totally it's, I mean it's so yeah, funny it's, it is funny it is funny it's very, it's very simple and funny yeah, yeah. and as I, I really enjoy it it's again they're not doing the show anymore it's on reruns on the radio but this podcast is still available if you're looking to fill your podcast listening schedule mm-hmm. I recommend that one you know it's a podcast that I love fresh nope. talk <laughs> yeah I mean, they don't really don't have to go any further. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we're like people that we're like hucksters now and we're, we're showing people like, this is what it really could be. <laughs> yes. We're telling them what it's like out there so they don't have to All really, 13 people you know, will hopefully adventure. continue to listen. <laughs> don't you abandon us. Don't you abandon us. Give us purpose. Well, that was pretty... Um, Not nearly an exhaustive list. I mean, I could go on forever. This is, I, I, don't really, I don't really listen to music in the car anymore unless I'm really feeling like I want to tune out, but I mostly listen to podcasts all the time now. So I tried to do every other day because I found that I was going down the podcast rabbit hole so hard that I also wasn't listening to music. So I basically now have forced myself, regardless of what it does to my podcast schedule, and it but fucks it <laughs> is that I, I force myself to do an every other day, all music, every like I'll do all podcasts one day and then all music the other day. Cause I just, otherwise I get out of the music loop and it, it eats my soul away. I learn a lot though. <laughs> I know it's so hard not to learn stuff. I know. Speaking of music, are you into the wonder years? You know, I love yeah. the show. Yeah. Oh, I love the show too. Yeah. Why do you ask? I've just been hooked on their most recent record. It's not new. Yeah, but, um, like a year the greatest ago, generation, right? something like mm-hmm. that. I'm hooked, dude. It's right. it's a really good record. If you haven't given it a good listen, I'll have to. It's been a while. I, have I to suggest give it some it. more time. You know yeah, I mean, it's else? very poppy. But. Phil, who was on last week, he mm-hmm. is a full supporter of really? the record as well. I should probably give it some more time. You I'm know excited what about listening to the braid. The new Braid Oh, uh, me too. I and I think maybe next week, maybe this is on your list, but uh, I think Basement, that 
Oh, EP is, that next is week? coming next week. Oh, I'm pumped on that. You know what? I've still been listening to a lot is that new Menzingers. Oh yeah, that is a fun record. It mm-hmm. is good. You it know, and a, a, it, a lot of haters are coming out on this one. I think because really? it's a little poppier. And not even so much that the songs are a little popular, but the recording's a lot better. Sure. And so I just, I don't know. A lot of people I've talked to are, are kind of hating on it. And I think that's that's some bullshit because it's really good. Yeah. I like it a lot. That's been, it's been spinning for spinning you. quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I ended up, honestly, in a very weird turn of events listening to TLC today because there were a lot of the other guys' quotes floating around. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Exactly. So. <laughs> And wow, that's, that's what happened. That's a. Just being honest. It happens. <laughs> it definitely happens. A funny, very funny movie. Far funnier than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Can the other this guys? peacock fly. I end up listening to Boy, uh, Belle DeVoe more than TLC, but I definitely know what you're talking about. Like every once in a while, like <laughs> I'm round. driving in my car by myself, <laughs> listening to the Belle DeVoe Poison, not the song, but the whole record, <laughs> and like stoked and like kind of like like white guy like grooving to it. And I'm looking around, I'm like, man, if any one of my friends saw me right now, like, <laughs> oh, this was in my office. Uh, I just put it on right in the middle great. of everybody. That's great. <laughs> it was fantastic. They're like, why do we let this fucking guy pick music? Well, no, somebody else was quoting the movie. I was like, all right, we're going to listen to Waterfalls oh, then. Ain't too proud to beg, huh? Ain't too proud to beg. <laughs> are you quoting TLC? What are we talking no, about? Why do you keep saying that? <laughs> well, I guess oh. that's our movie pick of the week. Yeah. So go, yeah. If you go watch the other guys. There's an underrated movie. Absolutely. Yeah, underrated it's... movie. Go check out the other guys Adam McKay, Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, The Rock. Yeah, the, it's oh, Michael those Keaton. scenes <laughs> with the Rock and uh, who's the other cop? I can't remember. Um, Sammy, right? It is Samuel Jackson. Yeah. I think isn't it? Oh yeah, those scenes, yeah. dude, they're just so funny. The final scene is the <laughs> fucking. It's, the best. it's one of the when I saw that shit in the theater, I like almost Roger Rabbit died right. laughing. Like I, I was like, couldn't. I was gasping for air. Just incredible. So, so good. Funny. That's a sleeper, that movie. Yeah. It'll creep definitely. up on you. Yeah, it is. That's uh, hmm. a good date. <laughs> Creeps up on you. <laughs> <laughs> on that note. <laughs> so, uh, shitting on J-Man or? Oh, God, yeah. J-Man's not here. We got to shit on him. He's not going to listen. He might, he might He'll listen. definitely listen. Hmm. How do we shit on the J-Man? We already got the story about him abandoning us in our moment of need, <laughs> our moment of battle. We can let him off the hook. <laughs> he kind of shits on himself every, every podcast. That's true. So. That's true. It's <laughs> to be fair. He gives us a lot of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's like that little he's like that friend you just you can't shit on him because like, you know. Don't kick Tiny Tim. <laughs> Please, sir. <laughs> All I can think of is Futurama when somebody says Tiny Tim. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I was thinking. That's my Tiny Tim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want to shit on Chris. Nah, it's all good. We'll wait till he's here to shit on him. Yeah, we'll, shit, we'll shit on him in person. It's a lot yeah. more fun to shit on Chris really to his face because he takes it with such humility. One is John said, he, he kind of makes the jokes for yeah. you. you know? Like talking about taking him under the face or something. And then, yeah, exactly. all right. <laughs> like without his setup, it's hard to shit on him, you know? <laughs> You're gay. It's not like Goldie where he just shows up with weird sunglasses one day and like, but acts like they're the, like, like we all don't get the, like, we all don't get it. <laughs> like a Back to the Future vest. Exactly. Before that was back in vogue. Yeah, like, 
Chris doesn't do those things. I mean, he's you know he still wears size sixty four pants. That's like, true. He still that wears, never stopped. He's never he does he has never changed. <laughs> Don't ever change. Mm. Gotta change. respect consistency. Stay gold, pony boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, another day, another podcast. Mm. Well, I mean, should we like wrap it up or? Oh yeah, we got some shit. To, <laughs> shit to promo. I mean, good thing I whispered that. Don't don't listen to that, Kai. Where can people find you on on the Twitter or wherever you're? I'm all over the internet. I'm I'm everywhere on the internet. You can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter at and the Vine at Obi Wan Kainubi. Do you put vines up? You know, now and again. <laughs> Mostly, it's just. Uh, me jerking off into socks. <laughs> I mean, I can just see that in person. Yeah, Vine never really took hold, did it? No, it did. Just did not it? for us. Really? Oh, yeah. Am I it's, just that old? It's kind of fun. Is it? Yeah. It's no. not just Instagram video? Mm, kind, kind Or is it Snapchat no. mixed with Instagram kind of? Well, I mean, Instagram added uh, you know, video. a short video thing. Yeah. But, eh, you know, it's, a, it's just different. Flash it's, in the pan-ish. Mm, mm. Yeah, and I'm on the Facebook, but I don't really use that. So find me on one of those other three mediums. Oh, I'm also on the Untapped. Ah, oh, yeah, I've been me really too. neglecting as my Kai untapped. Dodson. Find me. Uh, I'm on Flickster. <laughs> I talk a lot about movies. Uh, I'm on Goodreads. If you're interested in my travels into literature, I'm on Goodreads too, but I never update it ever. I am religious, but dude, I am on the gnarliest fucking kick right now i'm on a shakespeare kick uh, i've read like wow. 20 plays in a row i think i might finish the catalog I really think i might do it yeah Damn, i just son. can't get enough That's i'm learning impressive. a lot about life and love hmm. and betrayal it's making you a better person i mean that was kind uh, of his mo <laughs> yeah it's true i mean he's his themes are minimal but he never you know he's sort of like the uh the Judd Apatow of his generation. He you know? was a wordsmith. He never ceases to present the same situation differently. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very aptly put. Aptowly. Oh, there's a pun in there somewhere. <laughs> I apparently haven't been reading enough Shakespeare. <laughs> like, work on it. Anyway, I'm, I am on Goodreads for those of you that do read. Mm. I, uh, yeah. Where can they find you, Johnny boy? Uh, I'm, I'm most into Instagram nowadays. Last name Swaven S V E I V E N. Considering kind of going into ghost mode on the Facebook. It's essentially what I am. Yeah. I'm a phantom. I'm just a lurker. Yeah. I don't even really lurk. I don't give a fuck. I don't either. <laughs> I don't care what my weird cousins are up to. I don't. <laughs> I just don't. They don't listen, so it's all right. <laughs> they never did. Yeah. Too what simple. about you, Spoon Man? Uh, I mean, I'm on Twitter. I'm at SpooneyDX on Twitter, which I, you know, and I don't even read anymore unless somebody mentions me. It's just too overwhelming. I'm also on Facebook and Google Plus and Untapped and Simpsons Tapped Out. Oh, I am on Simpsons Tapped Out. Add me. <laughs> Definitely add me on Simpsons Tapped Out. I need to do that. How'd that last event work out? Did you get your fucking... Oh, so Satan. fucking close. So the Stonecutter thing, if, for those of you that don't... <laughs> for those of you that play just the game, Just to get on a know. tangent, go ahead and if do you it, don't play do the it. game, turn that <laughs> If you don't play the game, just... <clears throat> If you just, hit the little skip forward. You're, you're probably good. already asleep, so yeah. just keep sleeping. If you actually, if you don't play the game, download it. It's fun. Shit's free and fun. <laughs> so they do, you rebuild your Springfield. It's like Farmville, but Springfield style. And they have, every so often, they have seasonal, like, 
themes, I guess. They have Christmas themes, they have Valentine's Day themes. This one, the spring one, was just randomly the Stonecutter's theme, which is one of my favorite episodes ever, which I'm pretty sure every person on planet Earth can say. It's just great. It's fucking mm-hmm. fantastic. And the really, for me, breathing new life into the game, I was excited to play every day. I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play like four times a day, because you had to collect these little... What were they called? I don't remember. The little uh, talismans, stonecutter emblems, and then you earn certain prizes. But I, this is the first time I've ever wanted to get them all, like out of desperately. Any, yeah, and I was so fucking close. And then they, they, it, it ended on what July second. Yes. And if you didn't get all of them, okay. But so they release an update every time a new theme comes out. And but if you didn't update on this one, you got secret missions to do. You could keep collecting them. And I was about a hundred emblems away, oh. and it forced me to update. Like I couldn't not, even with the secret mission. It was like you had to collect three thousand yeah. extra ones, and I was like, I thought, I thought it was going to go on until you got me them. Me too. I was trying to get whatever that secret prize was in the three thousand extra. Oh damn, that's hundred is brutal. That's I got, sick. I got the table, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's the most to me. That was the like. Well, you could have them sing the Stonecutter song. Yeah. So I was the same thing, and it was so bad that I wanted. I was worried I was not going to get the table. The last one was called Satan's Anvil, which is a giant mountain. Rock sculpture, yeah. Rock sculpture of Satan. And for those of you that listen and know me, you know my <laughs> love of Satan. So I was actually, for the about the last five days of this event, I was setting my alarm ma- <laughs> many times throughout the night. I was setting like four alarms, three alarms, depending on how long the missions were taking me to wake up every hour to three to four hours to collect these emblems and restart. This is how, this is what this game has done to me. I was sacrificing on work nights, my (laughs) sleep and like, like getting no more than like four hours of sleep at one time a night. That's commitment. But I got Satan's Anvil. You did. I did. Oh, and it was such a fun series of missions. Like it I was. really now it's back to normal. I'm like, eh. Me too. I don't really. Me too. It's back to normal. Care. All of the missions are done. The Fourth of July stuff's done. But there is for now. You, I am trying to collect ten million dollars because I want to buy. I the, saw that, and I'm halfway there. Yeah, I want it. What do you get to buy with ten million? A re- well, like a space restaurant. needle restaurant. Nice. One of those restaurants sits in a tower and spins. Means nothing, but I want it. <laughs> Sounds badass. So Simpsons tapped out. Find us on there. Yeah, Obi Wan kind. Or no, I'm, you're notorious. Kai I'm notorious on there. Kai because um, Obi Wan. There was some problem with Obi Wan Kenobi. Notorious K A I. Something happened. Yeah, notorious K A I. Nice. Like a B I G, mm. but but bigger, skinnier, and wider. <laughs> yep. I'm Spoonie DX on there, and I I linked it to my Facebook. So if you're friends with me on Facebook, just sign in on Facebook, and I'll be your friend there mm. as well. Um, I'm pretty much Spooner DX everywhere. I do want to give a quick Twitter shout out to to Kayla Lee, crossing over, devoted fan. She loves this podcast. Want to say hi? What's up, also, Kayla? Takafumi in Japan. Let me know that he was listening to the podcast, trying to improve his English. So to Takafumi, I say I'm sorry we're fucking up your English. Oh, but thank yeah. you for listening. We use. Oh man, that's. I, I hope you're not basing your English better. His English. English is way better than my Japanese. I can tell you, his English is better than my English. I was gonna say his English actually. is better than my English. So, of course, big pile of Graham, you know, Smog Monster, all of you guys, we love you. Yeah, thanks for all the people that listen and let us know. It's it's pretty rad, and it, it's even, like, we we actually recently just booked a very awesome special guest we did. that's going to be coming in August, we and did. it's going to be fucking great. Awesome. 
It's going to be a good one. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spreading the word. Please tell your friends. Uh, subscribe on iTunes or in your podcatcher of choice. Rate and review us. Even if it's a terrible review, at least it'll be something. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, give us some feedback. We just make this up as we go along. If we, you couldn't guess already. We do this every Tuesday. So if you have something very urgent, just hit us up on a Tuesday morning and... We'll know, talk about it. We'll talk about it. Mm. Uh, make sure you hit uh, Chris up at, at Army Freshman on Twitter and just tell him he's a big old pussy. For not showing up today. And he's such a big pussy, his balls are made out of pussy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Well put. They're actually ovaries. They just hang low. <laughs> That's external actually true. ovaries. They're ovaries in a scrotum. <laughs> he has externalized mm. ovaries. Yeah. And a really, really wrinkly labia. <laughs> As do we all. <laughs> Well, I cannot think of a better way to end this podcast. <laughs> Cue the Boston Nova.